worried I am becoming frightened. This storm is dreadful. Yes, it's a bad one, all right, but one always expects bad blow in these waters. You mustn't worry, Mother. The ship is a sturdy one. The captain, he's is very capable, even though he is an old crack. Hey, kids, don't miss this exciting story of the sea. And to tell it, here is Smiling Ed McConnell. Yes, kids, you'd better come running this old Smiling Ed and his Buster Brown gang. I got kids. You've got kids. Everybody's got kids. But there's only one Buster Brown is on the air again out here in Hollywood with Smiling Ed, Squeaky the Mouse, Midnight the Cabin, Froggy the Gremlin. And we're going to start our program off right this minute with our story. Well, buddies, we go back a couple of hundred years to the days of the old sailing ships. Back before the days of the American Revolution, many Englishmen came with their families to the new country, as did Lloyd Chatham, his wife Maud, and his son Joseph. Having made arrangements for land on the new continent, they embarked on a cargo ship to return to England for all their belongings. However, as they boarded the ship, they were met by Captain Heath, and his welcome was not a warm one. Now then, Mr. Chatham, I presume you and your family are aware that this is not a regular passenger ship. The rations are slim, bully beef, and ship's biscuit after a few weeks out. We're not unused to hardship, Captain. Yes, we've spent some months in the open country of the New World here. We've roughed it rather well, I think. Uh, nothing to what you'll endure aboard this craft, madam. Speed in returning to England is the most important consideration, Captain Heath. We've purchased a plantation, and now it's imperative that I return home to settle my affairs. Speed we can give you, nothing more. Captain, you oh. call Zaka. Oh, who's that? Oh, now, don't be alarmed. No, Zaka. You may go below. I'll call you. Hey, what a frightening creature. He's so huge. What? Who is he? That creature is Zaka. I was able to save his life some years ago in Burma. He's been with me ever since. What an enormous man. He must be seven feet tall. Slightly more, I believe. And those tremendous shoulders. Great Scott. Zaka weighs 22 stone, about 300 pounds. He is solid bone and muscle and of tremendous strength. But what a fearsome creature. With those huge rings in his ears and wearing that great curved scimitar at his side. Horrible. Uh, Zaka is one with a very simple mind, but he's as good as ten men when trouble brews. However, have no fear of him. I control him as I do every other man jack aboard my ship. He obeys me as must the three of you. Come to your cabin. began the strange sailing. The strict sea captain, the fast but uncomfortable cargo ship, the odd giant Zaka, all combined to give the Chatham family fears for their voyage back to England. However, the ship sailed peacefully, and the fearsome monster Zaka turned out to be as gentle as a lamb. Indeed, he and the boy Joseph became fast friends. Good, good. Zaka, like that. More, more for Zaka. <laughs> no more, Zaka. My lips are getting chafed from so much flute playing. Let's do something else. Uh, what good boy won't do? 
Zakadoo. Carve something with your knife from a piece of wood. Oh, Zakadoo. What make? Make a whistle for me. Ah, get wood. Be laying tin. And fasten the sail lines to that. Too long. Zaka break in two. <laughs> oh, Zaka, you can't break that with your hands. Uh, Zaka do. Uh, Good heavens, Zaka. How strong are you? Breaking a two-inch stick of oak. I saw it were a toothpick. Zaka, no much brain. Plenty strong. All people make love to Zaka. But you, you know, laugh. You like Zaka. Uh, that's why Zaka like you. Uh, now make whistle. Good, huh? And so the boy and the strange, simple giant of a man became fast friends as the weeks went by. However, even though the sailing seemed placid enough, trouble was brewing. One day, the first mate, a weasel-like man named Hawkins, stopped one of the hulking sailors, a man named Zolas. Hi, Zolas. Hi. Oh, oh, yeah, Mr. Hawkins. You talk to the men? Yeah, all of them. But they're scared to mutiny. But why? Did you tell them that there's a chest full of gold pieces in the captain's cabin? Why? Tax money going back to England? Why, sure. I told them, but they're bad afraid of the giant Zaka. He is the beat of ten men. And if he starts laying around with that scimitar, we're all dead men. You know he'll do whatever the captain tells him. Oh, he takes care of him right now. He's lying dead asleep in his bunk. We'll take ten men, we'll jump him, have him in chains before he knows what's happening. Oh, but he's the skipper's pal, how about that? Hey, we goes to the skipper and swear that the big elk went crazy in the head and started the fight. If every man Jack swears to that truth, why, the captain has no choice but to leave Zaka in chains. You think the captain will believe us? I've seen the big fella fight. Believe me, before we get him in chains, there'll be many of us with our blooming faces mashed. The captain will believe us all right. But remember, we all stick together. Zaka went crazy and started the fight. Now, that's our story. All right. Now, then, go get the men. Now, kids, old Smiling Ed has a big surprise for you. Kids, this is it. There's a free copy of the new Buster Brown comic book, number 28, waiting for you at the school day's jamboree at your Buster Brown shoe man. <laughs> yes, sir. And you won't want to miss it. There's an exciting story in there of Tanya, the space siren. An exciting story of Ganga and his great bull elephant, Tila. Oh, boy, would you laugh when you see the story of Midnight, Squeaky, Froggy, and me putting on a school play. <laughs> oh, you'll want to get out to your Buster Brown dealers right away. Get your free Buster Brown comic book number 28 now and pick out your new Buster Brown shoes for going back to school. But just be sure they are Buster Browns. Always look inside the shoe for that picture of the boy and his dog. That's my dog, Ty. He lives in a shoe. I'm Buster Brown. Look for me in there, too. Yes, sirree, that's right. Look for the picture of the boy and his dog inside the shoe. 
then you know they're genuine Buster Brown shoes. Now back to our story. Well, when Lloyd Chatham, his wife Maud, and his son Joseph embarked on an English packet sailing for Britain, the boy Joseph made friends with one of the crew, a man seven feet tall named Zaka. Now, Zaka, while he was simple of mind, was the captain's personal bodyguard. And as the captain said, worth ten men when trouble threatened. And the trouble did threaten. The first mate, a man named Hawkins, and the other men of the crew planned a mutiny and take over the ship. Of course, knowing that Zaka, the simple-minded giant, was loyal to the captain, the cowardly crew attacked the huge man while he lay sleeping in his bunk. And though he was of tremendous strength, they succeeded in overpowering him. Then Hawkins went to the captain with the lie he had prepared. I can't believe this. I can't believe this, Mr. Hawkins, that Zaka would go berserk. He was never dangerous before unless somebody threatened me. Oh, but it's the gospel, Captain, sir. The blinking crew and myself were just sitting in the vessel when the big brute came in and started laying about him, sir. Why, oh, look at me own face. Bruises, plenty of them. And three of the crew ain't going to get out of their bunks for a week, sir. But I can't understand it, Ockie. Well, we, we finally flung a piece of heavy canvas over him, then bound him with chains to hold him. Now, here's the forecastle, sir. Let me open the cabin door, sir. Oh, there he lies, sir. Zucker, what is the meaning of this? Well, men, who started this? He did, sir. Zucker jumped us, he did. Well, that's enough for me. Put him below an iron. He'll make the rest of the voyage on bread and water. But, Mother, Father, I tell you, Zaka's starving. For two weeks now, they've only given him bread and water. Father, you said you'd speak to the captain. Joseph, your father has already spoken to the captain. He doesn't believe your story that the crew planned mutiny. Zaka has become a dangerous maniac. Mother, I believe Zaka. Zucker heard him say it. He wouldn't lie. But he's gentle and good. Why, well, only yesterday when I went to show him... You must stay away from him. Now, mind you what I say. But, Mother, I only took him some food. Honestly, now, he wouldn't... Now, do as your mother says. He roars as with a wild beast when any of the other men go near him. And should he turn on you, you'd be killed. Oh, 
Lloyd, I am becoming frightened. This storm is dreadful. It's a bad one, all right. But one always expects a bad blow in these waters. You mustn't worry, Mother. The ship is a sturdy one. The captain, he is very capable, even though he is an old crank. He is that. See, this blow is really a scorcher, isn't it? Mm. Terrible the way the ship seems almost to, to twist in two. It does seem to be getting even worse. I'm I'm going to step out on deck a moment. All right. Here there! Here there, your cabin, sir! I can't have you on deck in this blow! I can handle myself, Captain! Sorry! We've lost a lot of rigging, and the decks are foul with lines! You'll have to go back to your cabin and remain! That's an order, Mr. Chatham! Oh, very well, I'll return. All right, men! Let's be about cleaning up this rigging! The main mast is rushing you! Captain. Mr. Hawkins, we're shipping water in the hole. Right, the main, Mr. Boyd, ships is over. We can't cut the mast loose, Miss Blow. Let's get off this tub before she rolls over. Right, quick, men, bring out the jolly boat. We're leaving the ship right here and now. Must we stay in the cabin any longer, dear? The storm's been over for hours, and it's dreadfully uncomfortable with the ship tipped as it is. No. Come along. Let's go on deck. Good heavens, what a sight. Look, Father. The mainmast ripped loose. Yes. That's what causes the ship to tip so badly. The heavy mainmast hanging over the rail has the ship nearly on her side. Cargo's probably shifted, too. But why isn't the crew doing something about it? Oh, I'm sure I don't... Uh, wait. Stay here. Maud, the captain's dead. Oh. He was struck down by the mainmast. Oh, Where is Mr. Hawkins and the rest of the crew? Maud, Joseph, I'm afraid we're in grave danger. The ship is deserted. The crew is gone. You see, the jolly boat is missing from the after deck. Well, what shall we do? Father, I'm frightened, really, that the ship will tip over. Well, we've turned broadside to the swells, and the lurch is caused by the drag of the mainmast. Now, look, we'll have to cut it loose, or we'll tip. But, but can we do that? We can try. There are several axes lying about on the deck. The men were cutting away the foul rigging last night. Now, let's be about it, Joseph. It's no use. We've chopped all the lines free, but the mast refuses to slide over the side. Well, is there no way we can shove it over the side if we all push? Oh, I'm afraid there's no chance, dear. You see, when it fell, it smashed the ship's rail. It's jammed there. It would take ten men to lift it. Father, Saka, our waiter is still chained in the hold. For surely the men will not bother with him when they desert it. He could lift the mast. Joseph, free that maniac? Why, he'd kill us all. Well, no. Anyway, how, how could we... But, but, Maud, we could easily enough. I took the precaution to take the, the, the ring of ship's keys from the captain's pocket. The, the keys to Zaka's chains are on it. Well, come. Let's free him. I know he can help us. Uh, we could talk to the man at least, if he's still alive. The hold is full of water. Come along. Let's go below. 
feet of water in the hold, and we're shipping more. Saka! You more! You come, see Saka! That's good! Come along! Saka, uh, we've come to speak with you. I. I want my father to free you, Saka. Free? Ah, that be good. Saka, like be free. You, man. Free, Saka. Yes, uh, that's, that's true, Saka. We are. But what would you do if we freed you? Oh, you know, be free. Saka, not bad man. Saka, love boy. Zaka no hurt, never do. Zaka, I'm going to unlock your chains. Uh, you see the problem, Zaka? The mainmast is tipping the ship. The cargo shifted, too. We want you to help us. Zaka, do by self. Oh, but he could never move that tremendous mast alone, Lloyd. Zaka, do. You wait. Here, no get hurt. He's lifting it. He's actually lifting the mark. I knew it, could I knew it. What? What? I knew he could do it. Never before have I seen such an exhibition of strength. Ship. Oh, yes, Saka. Thank goodness uh, I could navigate. I can handle it if we could get up some sail. Good. Saka, go pull up sail. Saka, take care of you. Good. Poor simple soul. Father, couldn't we take Saka with us? I know he'd come gladly. And what is he to do now with Captain Heath dead? Why, son, I, I, I suppose we could. He, he would be happy with us, I know. We'll take him home, son. He's given us a chance to live again, and we will give his life some happiness. Yes, indeed. I I knew you'd like that story, kid. You know, I always try to have stories that please my buddies. Hey, 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 who's who's making all that noise up there in the balcony? It's me, Gymnasium! Oh, my goodness, kids, it's Mr. Gymnasium, the great athletic instructor! <laughs> well, uh, Mr. Gymnasium, what are you doing up there? Some of the lights are burned out in that big theater chandelier. I'm going to fix it. Yeah, but you can't get up to that chandelier from the balcony. Oh, yes, I can, Ed. Here I go! <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Why, he jumped from the balcony out to that big chandelier. Are you all right, Mr. Gymnasium? I'm all right. Now, you go ahead with the program. I'll have her fixed in a jiffy. My goodness, I sure hope he doesn't fall. Well, kids, uh, while Mr. Gymnasium is fixing our lights here, I want to tell you how you can find the name of your Buster Brown dealer, the one nearest you, so you won't miss out on your copy of our new Buster Brown comic book, now, if you don't know where your Buster Brown shoe man is, just do this. Look in the yellow pages of your telephone book under the heading shoes. There you'll find the name Buster Brown shoes. And under that, 
the name and address of the store nearest you that sells Buster Brown shoes. Yes, and any store that sells Buster Brown shoes will be featuring our school day's jamboree. And that's where you'll get your Buster Brown comic book. You'll see the Buster Brown going back to school styles, too, that I've been telling you about. Old Smiling Ed sure wants you to see them. And then pick out your favorite style for school. So if you don't know where to find your Buster Brown shoe man, get that phone book right away and then head for Smiling Ed's School Days Jamboree at your Buster Brown dealer. Because that's where you get your free Buster Brown comic book. That's my dog, Ty. He lives in a shoe. I'm Buster Brown. Look for me in there, too. Yes, sirree. That's right, Buster Brown. Then we'll know. We'll know that the shoes we get are genuine Buster Brown shoes. Uh, how you coming up there, Mr. Gymnasium? I'm finished. Now all I have to do is get this chandelier swinging, and I'll jump back to the balcony. Oh, no, no. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Oh, oh, oh. oh. my gracious. Oh, goodness sakes. Oh, my gracious. Oh, if I didn't have big muscles, I would have been killed. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you would, Mr. Jim Jim. Uh, you better sit down there and rest a while, because I'm going to sing Little Red-Headed Doll right now. I got the cutest little red-headed doll With a yellow bow in her hair A gingham dress she's happy to wear Just for me She's just the cutest little red-headed doll Hopes in dreamland ever have seen A pair of eyes as big and as green as the sea Oh, she loves to hear my stories Sits there looking wise When I'm late, she listens to my alibis And if at times I hurt her Do you think she cries? Oh, no, my dolly just smiles you needn't be a fortune teller to see. I'm as lucky as I can be. Cause the sweetest little, cutest little red-headed doll. He is crazy about me, yes sir. He is crazy about me. <laughs> my lecture, so for goodness sake, smiling Ed, don't say those words that make Froggy visible. You know, those words, dump your magic winner. Oh, that isn't what I say. No? I say plunk your magic finger, Froggy. <laughs> higher, Ed, higher, higher. Oh, no, I wish you'd stay invisible, you little eight-inch demon. <laughs> well, anyway, children, today I want to tell you a few things about football. Footballs are covered with pigskin. And pigs are covered with football. Sure, pigs are covered with footballs. No, no! <laughs> oh, stop interrupting me. Now, let me explain. A football has a pigskin covering and rubber inside. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Sure, a pig with rubber inside. Now you've got a pig with rubber inside. No, no, no! Oh, that's not what I mean. Now, listen, forget about pigs. A football has a leather cover. A leather cover? Yeah, the leather cover's a rubber football, which is like a stomach. It's full of air. Now, do you understand what a football is? Sure, a leather pig with a rubber stomach. Yeah, a leather pig with a rubber stomach. No, no, no! 
to it, and when you kick it, it flies through the air. And goes oink, 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 oink. Yeah, and goes oink, 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 oink. No, 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 no. Oh, that's wrong. No, no, no. I'm not going to explain anything more to you, I'm not. But I want to hear more about football. I no, I don't want to say any more about you. You're, you're too dumb. You get me all mixed up. I won't mix you up. I won't. I won't. You won't mix me up anymore? No, I will. I will. Well, Maybe. okay, then. If you'll be good. Now, 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 in football, they use a tackling dummy. And when I play football... You were the dummy. Yes, I was the dummy. No, 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 I was not. I played end. I was the end. Of the road. Yeah, the end of the road. I was a dead-end street. No, no, no. I, I played the end, do you hear? Left end. Left and what? Left and right, of course. No, no, left end. Left and right, left, right. Forward, march. Right. One, two, three, four. Well, kids, next week we have an exciting story for you with little Ganga, the East Indian boy. Listen to this, kids. Listen. Though some think me only a statue of stone, I am in the likeness of the goddess of Deary. I raise you to my great mouth, Bala, that you may deposit there your rupees. The rupees, Bala, put them in my mouth. exciting story that's going to be. And kids, in just a minute, I'm going to tell you what else we're going to have next Saturday. But first, I want to remind you again to hurry down to the big school day's jamboree at your Buster Brown dealers to get your new Buster Brown comic book number 28. Oh, there's three wonderful stories in it, kids. Tanya the Space Siren has an exciting adventure. And there's one about Smiling Ed and his gang putting on a school play. <laughs> oh, it's free, so don't you miss it. And kids, while you're at your Buster Brown shoe dealers, look at all the dandy Buster Brown shoes at the school day's jamboree. Good-looking, grown-up-looking Buster Brown. Yes, sirree. And picked out especially for you by all of us here on the radio gang. Don't wait now. Go soon. To the nearest store that sells Buster Browns and pick out your going back to school shoes and get that free comic book. That's my dog, Tide. He lives in a shoe. I'm Buster Brown. Look for me in there, too. That's right. Look for the picture of the boy and his dog inside the shoe. Then you know they're genuine Buster Brown shoes. Yes, kids, and besides our exciting story of Ganga, the East Indian boy, Mr. Traveler, the great explorer, will be here to visit us next Saturday. And do old Smiling Ed a favor now. Tell all your pals that Smiling Ed's gang is back on the air every Saturday morning. Oh, there'll be lots of excitement around here next Saturday. So I want all my buddies and sweethearts to take time to always think of safety first. Yes, sirree, I want my whole gang to be here safe and sound next Saturday. And now has everybody had fun around here today, huh? Yeah! Oh, that's wonderful, buddies. Don't forget church is Sunday school. And be listening next Saturday when you hear, Hi, kids, I'm a-running. I have to get my bus around now. Hey,
Ah, ah, ah. Holiday time! 